Welcome to the plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. With Bushy and the Mountain Man. Hey, and welcome to another episode of The Plug with Bushy and the Mountain Man. I am one of your co-hosts, Bushy, and as always with me, Mountain Man, how you doing? Skitter pal, meow meow, by God, brother, I cannot complain. What about you? I am doing very well, very well. Had myself a good time last night, went out, and uh, got a little too drunk, but I'm doing okay. Uh, uh, one question, how many beers you got beside of you for your hangover? I have two 24-ounce beers, so like four. Okay, so yeah, yeah, you're you're trying to get rid of that headache. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's not the headache so much as the blah feeling. Aha, uh-huh, gotcha. So yeah, like I said, went out, had a good time, didn't spend a lot of money, but more than I should have. Those damn shots, they get you every time. Oh, don't they though? You know, if I just sat here and drank beer, I'd be fine. Those damn things knock your dick in the dirt every time. It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> but, how was your week? Oh, Lord. It has been a very, very cold freaking week. You want to know what it's felt like up here with how cold it's honestly being, dude? What's that? It's felt like Jack Frost is running around like a fucking jizz hobbit. That's how fucking cold it's been up here in the fucking mountains. Oh, <laughs> uh, it's been negative 30 and negative 40 up here. I don't want to hear it. Hey, motherfucker, negative 14 feels probably about like that up here, so kiss my ass. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine, I imagine it does. Anything particular go on? Oh, to be honest, not really. It's been a normal, quiet week. Uh, been uh, listening to the album constantly that we're getting ready to review. Um, little mountain baby over there running around keeping us busy as always just keeping up with him but uh had a pretty decent little new year for sure could not complain there had to work all that good shit but uh yeah uh definitely just a a quiet week just freaking cold as hell uh there is one little thing that happened not sure if a lot of people want to hear this but just about ended up having to do CPR and all sorts of crazy shit on my grandmother the other day. Oh, good but lord. Other than, but other than that, uh, yeah, yeah, uh, kind of a little bit of an interesting week. I did realize, though, I cannot go back into fire and rescue. Not after what I had to do with her. I literally, after uh, the EMS came and picked her up, took her to the hospital, um, after everything hit me, my nerves, whole nine yards, dude, I puked my damn guts out for about 10 minutes. Holy cow. So, yeah, I've come to the realization I can't go back in that field anymore after dealing with her because uh, we was all sitting, or I was sitting down in the living room. She was upstairs, uh, just there's three steps going up to her uh, dining room, 
And when we do laundry, we just bring the clothes, set them on the dining room table, and we all fold them, and everybody can grab what's theirs and take it to their room and put them up. Short, easy, simple. Sure. Well, all of a sudden, we heard thud and looked up, and Granny is in the floor. Good Lord. Uh, ended up uh, running up there, checking her. We got her up in a chair. She said she's fine. Then all of a sudden, it looked like she was having a seizure and kept passing out on us. We oh. couldn't keep her keep her awake, but she was somewhat breathing, so I had to do the knuckles to the sternum to try to make sure uh, make sure she was continuing breathing without doing CPR. Sure. And that kept her going, plus talking to her. Mom, uh, Granny... Granny Clyde flipping out a little bit, because that's her mama, of course. Right. And uh, dealt with that. Finally, EMS got here, everything. Took her to the hospital. Come to find out they can't figure out what happened. They ain't got a clue. They said, my granny at 85 years old is so freaking healthy, they couldn't understand why she passed out. Huh. Or what made it appear that she was either having a stroke or a seizure. So, we don't know. That's crazy. How's she doing now? Well, right now, she is very confused because, as everybody knows, she has dementia. Dementia is uh, pretty much a form of Alzheimer's, plus uh, your bones in your body deteriorates uh, over time. Bad, bad little disease. It kind of sucks. Not disease. I guess it's something you're born with, I reckon, or hereditary. But... uh, yeah, uh, she got up last night. I was sitting up uh, playing, uh, yeah, I know, this typical mountain man, playing Call of Duty. And she got up about uh, 1.30, uh, 1 o'clock, uh, thinking it was the next day, and she had only been asleep maybe five or six hours. So, yeah, she she's very confused, but she's doing a lot better than what she was the other day. Oh, well, that's good. That's good. Thoughts and prayers with her, absolutely. Thank you, thank you. Well, what about you, Bushy? How was your interesting guy? I know this is going to be a funny as hell week. <laughs> it, it really wasn't all that funny. It's just been a uh, like your typical work week. Um, Nevaeh finally got back home Tuesday night from um, seeing her mom. Her mom just got out of prison. And then she went back over there Friday during the day. School got closed because uh, our wind chills were in the negative 40s. So they just closed school down altogether. And she's been gone all weekend. I, I swear I haven't seen that kid much in two weeks. Uh, she kind of broke my heart yesterday while I was at work. Because uh, I get a Facebook message from her saying that uh, uh, her mom doesn't want to see her ever again. So that's another mom she lost. Because as everyone knows, she was called a Jed mom. Her choice, not mine. So, so she kind of broke my heart there. And, uh, apparently... Her mother and her sister got into an argument, which makes perfect sense to me because they're the same bitch. Okay. Okay. You know, they're just, they're the two peas in a pod. And, uh, ladies' mom hasn't been in civilization much over the last four years. You know, she's been in and out of prison, so she doesn't know how to deal with conflict. And, uh, now she had wanted me to let Nevaeh stay over there with her in this hotel she's staying in. And uh, I said, no, I'm not comfortable with that because they put everybody together once they get out of prison. So pedophiles, it doesn't matter. Right. Uh, so she got mad at that. But um, after this little fight with her sister, her mother says it doesn't matter because Nevaeh stayed here with me anyway. 
And Nevaeh, thank God I've raised her right, said, no, Daddy's not comfortable with me staying here. I'm not staying here. And her mom gets pissed off, said, fine, fuck it, get out, don't come back. <laughs> you know, so so Nevaeh was all kinds of upset over that. And I'm sitting here trying to be the nice guy. She doesn't mean it. She's not used to dealing with people. She never has been good when she doesn't get her way. That's not what she means. You know, just try to make her feel better. Right. And uh, I still haven't heard the outcome on that yet. Um, I don't know what time Lady's coming home tonight. I just know that she's due back tonight. Uh, work? Work was good. It was a short week, so I had to stay till 6 yesterday. And um, let me tell you something. Even though I know that I didn't go in until 11.30 Thursday morning, you know, normally it's 11.30 on Wednesday, then my you know, 6 a.m. the rest of the week. From 3.30 on yesterday, that clock just stopped moving. <laughs> I I am never there until 6 on a Saturday, ever. 3.30, I'm out the door. I had to do some paperwork last night that I haven't seen in seven months. <laughs> so I'm looking wow. at my computer screen in the office, and I'm like, I don't know that I remember how to do this shit. Because my assistant foreman does it on Saturdays. Every other day of the week, we have data entry that comes in at 6 o'clock at night. And they stay till 2.30 in the morning, and they do everything... You know, all the paperwork stuff. And then, of course, we have the day shift every day, you know, Sunday through Saturday. Right. The weekends, they don't have a night data entry person. So it's up to us to do all the paperwork. I don't ever see the paperwork anymore. <laughs> I was all kinds of fucked up trying to figure this shit out. But I did get it done before the night foreman came on. And I know he doesn't listen, but I'm going to send a big congratulations out to my former assistant foreman who has just officially been promoted to foreman on the d shift so he's on the back half of the week with me he's no longer my assistant foreman he is now the night foreman uh at our plant so big congratulations to uh to ricky awesome but yeah barring that just normal week normal week like i said i went out last night and it was a good time um I, I like having meetings. Meetings are fun. Do that in quotations now, by God. Meeting. <laughs> yes. Long, long meeting. Long meeting. Um, aggressive. Aggressive meeting. Aggressive negotiations. That's what it was. It was a uh, meeting involving aggressive negotiations. Absolutely. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of hooting. A lot of hollering. Good times. But this is funny. Here's the funniest thing. I, I was wicked, wicked drunk last night. Um, drunker than I normally get because I was at a bar. And uh, last time I did that shit, the show didn't go so well. Because so. <laughs> I was so hungover because fucking shots. And, of course, last night, shots. Well, at some point in the middle of the night, I wake up. And it's one of those wake up because you're about to piss right down your leg. And I'm in a strange place could not find a bathroom so fuck it i knew where the front door was now porch light is on there's neighbors <laughs> i don't know what time it was so i don't know if anybody was up and looking out the window but there's bushy completely naked fork hanging out the front door <laughs> wide open in the damn light pissing off the porch because i was going to piss down my leg 35 degrees below zero last night. 
<laughs> so that was lots of fun. I don't I don't know that I've thawed out from that yet. But no, other than that, man, it's it's been a great week. It's been a lot of fun. Um, even work wasn't that bad, you know. So lots of good stuff this week. Lots of good stuff, and we'll just see how it progresses. I am finding out uh, that I had forgotten how much fun being single could be. Because uh, I haven't been single in a long time. It's fun. <laughs> sure. <coughs> so, Mountain Man has been on me to get this record review done. Damn it, we're finally going to do it. I actually had time to listen to this album in its entirety four, five, six times in a row. Because that's how I have to do it. And uh, we're going to go ahead and knock that out right now. What we're doing is uh, Steel Panther, right? Yes, sir. Absolutely. We're going to do uh, Steel Panther, Lower the Bar, which for a show like this makes perfect fucking sense. (laughs) (laughs) It is the uh, fourth major label uh, studio album by these guys. Uh, it was supposed to be released February 24th of 2017. It got pushed back to March 24th, so it was pushed back by a month. Uh, most of us had heard the first single, yep. which was a cover, well before this album came out. Um, it did make it to number 40 on Billboard's uh, uh, 200 list, which I thought was pretty awesome. And it went to number one on Billboard's top comedy albums list. Yep. You know, and uh, Steel Panther is a comedy metal slash hair metal band. Um, I'm a huge fan. I love the hell out of these guys. But about man, before we dive into this album, uh, how did you discover Steel Panther? To be honest, through you, me and you had been talking about the um, if I'm correct, PS3 days, uh, five years ago. You had uh, brought them up, asked me if I had ever heard of them. I said nope. Uh, dude, you gotta think, I live up in the fucking mountains and we don't get to hear a lot of shit that you all get to listen to out there in fucking uh, bigger area places. But uh, you had actually introduced me to them and I think it was the album, uh, let's see if I can remember correctly, what balls out. No, it would have been Feel the Steel. Uh, yes, Feel the Steel, correct. Uh, by the time I started actually getting into them a lot more was um, All You Can Eat album. Love my that favorite, record. Oh, yes. favorite One of my favorite songs on that record, Glory Hole. Yes! It, it is a very, very damn wrong song, but at the same time, it is hilarious as fuck. Dude, <laughs> my favorite song on that album is the most atrocious, filthy thing on it. Gang bang at the old folks' home. (laughs) It's so wrong, but it's so good. (laughs) So after you pretty much introduced me to them, I've been hooked ever since. And I've while I've been at work, dude, uh, as everybody knows, I work graveyard shift. We work twelve-hour shifts where I'm at, so I work eight to eight. Uh, 8 o'clock p.m. till 8 o'clock a.m. Sure. Well, after my sergeant leaves, dude, I get on my phone. As you saw the other day, I sent a picture. My Christmas gift was every album Steel Panther own, uh, has come out with, including bonus tracks and stuff, because my wife bought them for me on iTunes. Nice. I have an 
And that's what I crank up in the middle of the night at fucking four o'clock in the morning. Now here, now this this is one funny thing from a little while back, right after she got it. I was in the guardhouse. A guy walks in to check in at freaking four three thirty eight in the morning. My sergeant's out on patrol, so when he goes out on patrol, the TV messes up sometimes in the guardhouse. I freaking turn on Steel Panther on my phone, and I'll be damned if freaking uh, Death to All But Metal and the lyric, lyric part of the song, Death to Papa Roach, Blink-182, all those fucking pussies sound like Doggy Doo, <laughs> and that guy walks through the fucking door to fucking check in. So just imagine the look on my face of me trying to grab my damn phone and hit fucking pause, turn the fucking music off, something to try to help this guy. <laughs> that's right, ladies and gentlemen. And that's why I had a hard time listening to this album, because I cannot listen to this band when Nevaeh is around. <laughs> exactly. But, um, yeah, kind of a little funny spat. But, yeah, that's how I got into them was basically through you introducing me to them. But what about you? How did you originally figure them out or find them well it's actually kind of funny if you remember that old tv show gene simmons family jewels yeah. uh they did a roast for gene simmons now there was a band off to the side that was doing all the singing and playing the music and doing the intros that band was called metal school right metal school later changed their name to steel panther steel panther yeah correct now uh, i may have i i, I may have seen the um uh, the video for Death to All But Metal, but I'm not sure. Don't hold me to that. I do remember the first time I absolutely heard everything they did on that first album. I was uh, driving to a Christmas party. I worked for a different factory at the time, working overnights, five nights a week, 12-hour shifts. That sucked. But uh, this Christmas party was in uh, Sackett's Harbor, New York, at the uh, 1812 Brewing Company. And uh, Sackett's Harbor 1812 Ale is one of my favorite beers out there. Very hard to find in a bottle, uh, but you can go up there and drink it. Um, Sackett's Harbor factors hugely in the War of 1812 when the British tried to come and take their ship back. Right. But I, I stopped at a gas station on the way out there in the village uh, to get smokes. They had a, like a small CD rack. And... If you guys know me, I love music, and I can't walk by a record rack, a CD rack, uh, or, or a movie rack. I've, I've got to look through. And I saw that uh, CD, Steel Panther, Feel the Steel. And it was like eight bucks. It's not like it was even expensive. And I, I, I'm looking at it, I'm like, wow, that looks like hair metal. Let me check this out. So I bought it, I threw it into the CD player in my car on the way to the, you know, the, the brew house. And I have been hooked ever since from those opening notes of Death to All But Metal. And those brilliant lyrics that they write. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I was just absolutely hooked. The musicianship by this band is ridiculous. And I've actually always kind of wished they would do serious music. The problem is, I don't think it would work. No. You know, if they were still doing hair metal style music, I don't think it would work the way it does with this, uh, with this comedy bit. Not at all. I've sat there and even thought about it myself. I'm like, yeah, it'd be nice for them to do a couple of serious songs. But for their, the way they basically interpret all of it with the comedy, I'm like you. I don't think there's no way possible. But the both them, uh, for real, slow mallet that I've heard from them so far is freaking uh, 
uh, what is it? Shit, it just left my brain. Uh, uh, the burden of being wonderful, or nope, Can... girl from Oklahoma. <laughs> uh, I mean, you, there's no way they could pull off of. Uh, they probably could, but it wouldn't be Steel Panther. It wouldn't be them in themselves. I think it wouldn't be popular. No. You know, they wouldn't have record deals and do world tours and such if they were doing serious music still in the same style. Uh, so I'm okay with the comedy. Uh, those guys are hilarious. All four of them on stage are absolutely hilarious. I hope to one day see them live. Uh, I'll have a hard time looking at the stage because at a Steel Panther show, there's a lot of boobies. Uh-huh. Yeah, women like to take their shirts off. and You know, I'm a fan of you know, boobies. So, um, <laughs> I might be spending a little too much time paying attention to the crowd. But you've got to love a band that can berate somebody by saying such horrific things as, show us your titties, you dirty fucking whore. Right. And these women do it. <laughs> well, a lot of, uh, that's one thing a lot of people put down on Steel Panther. They actually think they're serious. And Michael Starr is sit there in a serious review, I can't... Er, interview not review interview uh being his normal self with his real name because the names they have satchel uh sticks lexi fox and michael so it's not their real name correct if you look them up it's completely different and there's a couple of interviews out there with them and he has quoted this himself with lexi fox in his real name we're comedy we do this as people to point and laugh to make fun of us and to say shit everybody wants to say when they're having a bad day. He said, if they can't look at the aspect of this being comedy music, then the best thing they can do is just keep running their dick suckers because they don't know the truth. Absolutely. And uh, I know that uh, Michael Starr, I'm not sure of his real name, uh, but I know that he was actually in a Van Halen cover band, which explains you know, his range and you know how he hits those highs and such. Right, And I do know that Satchel, you can find old video of him standing next to Rob Halford doing an interview because he used to play guitar for him in that little band Rob did called Fight. Right. Now, uh, Styx and Lexi, I'm not sure what else they've done, but obviously I'm sure they've done other music. Um, for what I looked up and tried to find, not really. They've mainly just concentrated on with uh, uh, Steel Panther. But they got brought into the band through Satchel, the the lead guitarist. Basically, they all grew up together and was really, really close friends. What what I find funny is the, the wigs they wear. One week, fucking sticks Zadinia's hair so fucking curly and out there, it's not even funny. And then the next fucking week, it's straight and fucking long down his damn back. Hell yeah. There's a, but there's only one person in the band, really, that has natural long hair, and that's Michael Starr. Absolutely. But it's hilarious. They look like fucking uh, uh, Lexi tries to interpret like fucking uh, Brett Michaels with the lips poached out. Sticks, hell, I haven't figured him out completely trying to figure out who he's trying to mimic. And Satchel's just fucking Satchel with long hair. He don't give a shit. Yeah, yeah. And, and the best part is, is all those guys could grow their hair long if they wanted to. They've all got full heads of hair. Right. Exactly. They just don't want to. I guess so. Probably since they're being a comedic band, they don't want fucking people to recognize. Because if you look at pictures of them with short hair, they don't look like fucking their cells. 
with the wigs. That's the funny damn part. Absolutely. Now, uh, if you watch that video with Satchel, um, back when he was with Fight, he had long, straight, dark black hair. Yep. So. He did. Yeah, they're they're a great group. Absolutely hilarious. And if you can't get the humor, this is definitely not the band for you. No. But I tell you what, let's put this bitch on the turntable. Side one, track one, going in the back door. Here it is right now. in the back door about man what do you think oh my god <laughs> this me and you talked about this earlier and any steel panther album we've come to the determination you can hear from bon jovi 
to freaking uh, Motley Crue, to Def Leppard in their music. And anybody that listens to this, please give us give me a little bit of input because this has bugged the fuck out of me for the past three damn days. Going through the back doors, music sounds like another damn song, and I cannot put my damn finger on it which one it is. I have searched for three fucking days. But anyway, going <laughs> through the back door... As hilarious of a song it is, I've, I've listened to it like nine or ten fucking times. But I can't determine. Or, uh, either they're talking about that they've uh, made a deal with somebody to sneak in their home and fuck the shit out of them. Or they're actually spying on somebody and going to break in the back door to fuck the shit out of them. Either way, it's a good damn song. The the riffs, everything, whole nine yards, I absolutely love about the song. I swear to God, it almost sounds like a song from Motley Crue, but the lyrics of it, uh, basically going through the back door, uh, the front door's locked, yeah, trying to figure out a way to get in. I mean, it's just hilarity at its finest for a beginning song, especially for an album titled Lower the Bar, having your standards that fucking low. What do you think? <laughs> well, I'm actually surprised you missed this. Going in the back door... Is about anal love, man. It's about butt fucking. Ah, uh, it's got a real strong opening. I love that rip. And you're right. I I can't place it either. But Steel Panther, all their shit sounds like something we heard in the '80s. Um, yes. I, it's not the funniest lyrics that uh, Steel Panther's written for me. True. Um, even, even the drums aren't that special. But there is, you know, Satchel delivers, and this is the Satchel show. This whole album, uh, really, really killer guitar solo. Uh, it's not a horrible song, but I will tell you right now, Kiss did the Anal Love song much better in 1974, you know, with um, nothing to lose. But that's what it's about, going in the back door, is talking about banging her in the butt. Well, that that was my interpretation, but if you take it somewhat uh, fully, fully uh, what the lyrics are kind of pertaining it's a it, the front door's locked. You can't get in, so you got to go around the back. Yeah, that's why kind of I was looking at it at, in another way of trying to take it kind of literal instead of the the pertaining to it. So yeah. <laughs> oh no, I take a Steel Panther exactly at face value. <laughs> well, true. Now uh, move on to uh, the second track here. Anything goes. Check this one out. <laughs>
All right, I love the intro on this. This was their uh, second single. It was released, um, what was it, December 16th of 2016. Yep. Um, all those guitar layers are so fucking sexy. Really well done. And these lyrics absolutely crack me up. I love the uh, dress your bitch up like a butch marine. Give her 50 <laughs> pumps. <laughs> she rolls her bean. <laughs> I love that shit. Uh, Michael Starr hits those David Lee Roth type vocals. You know, Satchel's just, he's doing some really, really great work on this hey, track. Yeah. It's a good tune. I dig the shit out of anything goes. <laughs> what, what do you think? No, you took the work right out of my mouth on the lyrical part. That's what was going to be my emphasis of what to explain from. But yes, I, I've sat and listened to this song, and Jessica sat beside me, uh, Mountain Lady, and looked at me like, what in the hell? are you really listening to? <laughs> She's like, and, and Granny Clyde sitting in the living room, fucking jamming out, headbanging, and then she hears those lyrics you just said and just started dying fucking laughing. <laughs> granny, Great. Luckily, my Granny E, luckily, a little deaf, she can't hear, looking at Gran, Granny C going, what is so funny? What did I miss? Mom's like, nothing. You don't need to know what I just heard. <laughs> uh, but you're exactly right. Satchel, with his work on especially that song, fantastic playing. It is a, the Satchel show guitar on the entire album. But for that song especially, yeah, I loved his solo on it. It is hilarious. But with the lyrics, I mean, you can't help but laugh at the, basically the entire song. It is just top of the line to Steel Panther through and through. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's so fucking <laughs> that's that's one when you're drinking a beer you might spit. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Then uh, after that, the third single from the album released uh, February 9th of this year, or I'm sorry, no, it's 2018. So February 9th of 2017. Yep. Uh, Poon Boomerang, and here you go. Got it. 
Hashtag boomerang. What do you think? Well, dude, I'll be honest. This is this song pertaining, especially since I've been divorced once, is one of my favorite songs on this entire damn album. Wow. If you, yes, if you if you've listened to the song and you sit down and hear about uh, hooking up with this crazy ass bitch that will not let go and wants to bug the shit out of you to remain with you. By God, let me tell you, this is one of the best songs to listen to by them, basically. <laughs> uh, hilarity at its best, uh, going on Tinder, finding somebody that won't leave you alone. That's practically the basis of the song, because the crazy bitch will not leave you alone. You can move, you can go where you want to, but the bitch will show up and find your ass. There are some crazy people like that. Yes. So, that song especially just lyrically and if you've seen the video him grabbing the cat in the kitchen throwing it locking it like a fucking boomerang throwing it out the fucking door he's spinning around the house and come back hitting the bitch in the back of the head is fucking hilarious yeah you've got to watch the damn video on that song with the band together singing together because uh even in their live concerts Lexi and Satchel does backing vocals. Oh, yeah. This this song, especially the, all three of them working together as singles, fantastic, in my opinion. Satchel with the guitars, and especially Lexi and uh, Sticks, all the uh, music combined as one is a fantastic track, in my opinion. But, uh, yeah, that, that one right there is definitely one of my favorite songs. Talking about crazy bitches, for sure. What about you? What What's your interpretation or uh what do you think about the song i um see it, this one is weird for me um it's hilarious it's absolutely hilarious I mean, like you said the whole song is just about kicking a bitch to the curb but she keeps showing back up right uh, it, it i think the video is better than the song um I think there's some great guitar work in there and 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 sticks is really laying that drum down uh, you know the rhythm, the rhythm section on this. You know, Sticks and fucking Lexi Fox, they're they're really you know hammering at home. I dig it, but I don't dig it. If you know what I mean, it's uh, it it didn't even really grow on me through all those lessons. It's like, oh yeah, here we go again. Boom, tag, boom. <laughs> <laughs> it uh, it's not horrible. It's not great, but uh, yeah, I I I I guess I dig it. Dig it a little bit. I think it's become one of them songs that's being overplayed. Um, I'm beginning to notice for sure because a lot of people are really, really. It, when it first came out, yeah, woohoo, crazy bitch song. Then after you hear it about nine or ten times, yeah. But that's why I only listen every now and then. And dude, I skipped over that track in my favorite ones. I just listened to the other ones that I needed to get a little more insight on. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. All right, and as the needle keeps moving, we come to the first ballad on the album. And this is That's When You Came In. Every night I party till I was stupid, stumbled, drunk. And the walls were drenched in vomit, spit, and other people's spunk. And an endless line of 18-year-old stripper druggy horse would be winding to my bunk. Right outside the tour bus doors But I couldn't help but want For something just a little more That's when you came in And blew me That's when you came 
Absolutely love this one. It's it's hilarious. He's uh he's talking about all these horrible dating experiences, but that one came in. But it's the way he delivers the chorus because he says that's when you came in and blew me. Yep. And he says that like three times before he says blew me away. Yep. I think it's comic fucking gold. I think it's a great little ballad. I'm a fan. You know, and I'm. A, I'm kind of a fan of Steel Panther ballads anyway. It's everything right. that I loved about the 80s. You know the whole every bad guy has a soft side kind of thing. Right. I think it's a great tune. I really appreciate that song. What do you think? Exactly the same thing. Uh, comedic gold. It, it's not as raunchy as Girl from Oklahoma, but in the hilarity of it, uh, then you came in and blew me the best girl in the world. Yeah, for for that emphasis, yeah, it is just a definite standout for this album. Not the best ballad they've got, but one of the top definite five within the whole entire band, for sure. Absolutely, absolutely. It is a good one. And then, uh, boy, this, this next one, I'm not sure. Here you go, Wrong Side of the Tracks out in Beverly Hills. My mansion is a side 
I got to know what you think of this one. This one is out there. Uh, if I'm correct, this is the is it, this is the song that talks about Charlie Sheen and the AIDS. Yeah, it kind of goes all over yeah. the place. Yeah, just a little bit. Um, for for their comedic, raunchy, out there type of song, that's exactly what this one is, 110%. Um, but uh, it's it's not exactly my 100% favorite. I guess it just uh, doesn't stand way out there for me. With with especially with the lyrics, I don't want to be like Charlie Sheen. I definitely don't want the AIDS. Yeah, that it, it'll make you laugh in certain points of it, but at the same time, it, it's just way, 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 way raunchy of a song <laughs> <laughs> for me to be able to get into hundred percent deal with. What do you think? This one, boy, that opening riff just rips, and then it's yeah. like it just dies right off. Uh, I don't like how these verses are constructed at all. It's it's almost lazy. I I do dig the chorus part. You know, <laughs> it actually kind of kicks a little ass. Um, I even dig that bridge. You know, the, the bridge is even sexy. But I mean, it's an okay song, but I could take it or leave it. I I'm not deep with this song at all. No. Then uh, the last track on this side of the album. Now the fun starts.
All right, man. I don't know about this, but that intro is fucking sick. It is. I love Lexi's bass line. I love those little simple chords and single note things that uh, 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 Satchel's doing. It's it's really it's not a super clever song lyrically. They've got some more clever stuff, but it has a cool vibe. It uh, reminds me of another song, not a Steel Panther song, and like your opening track, I cannot grab what this tune is. Right. But it's a good tune, man. It's got great guitar solo, just you know, a little bit of shredding, but he's not overdoing it. Right. I, I think it's a really, really good way to close outside water this record, personally. It is. Satchel with his guitar, I mean, you got with Satchel... He is very smart when it comes to how to portray, especially like the song Asian Hooker. If you've listened to that song in the past with him, he knows how to lay it down, but at the same time, he knows how to not fucking overdo it to a point that he's like just trying to rip your face off and make it where it's just too overbearing. That for for musically for that song it is definitely a good one. Uh, lyrically, I. I'm like you. It is a good song uh, to pertain. Not exactly a way you want to follow, or not what I 100% believe in, but at the same time, a song to sit down and just listen to, it is a, a really good really good track for the, for Steel Panther to put out there. Yeah, I, could, I couldn't agree more. It's a, it's good too, man. And the needle skips. We have to flip this motherfucker over. Track one, side two. Pussy ain't free. Here it is.
Okay, I'm going to say this now because you said earlier you, you, you spent as much money as you did. You might as well take this one for your little ordeal last night. So you started off there, Bushy. I do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> All right, pussy ain't free. <laughs> and good, strong opening. Uh, Michael Sarr with that David Lee Ross scream again, man. I love when he does that shit. Right. Uh, the verses are cool, but I actually dig the guitar riff that's between the verses. Um, and the chorus absolutely cracks me up. Yeah. Uh, you, you pay for that shit one way or another. <laughs> yep. Uh, bridge, uh, the bridge is funny as hell, too. Um, uh, leading into a pretty decent guitar solo. I, uh, I, yeah, I dig this song. I think it's a good one. How about you? On this one, I have to stay... I have to say, Sticks and Lexi actually... In my opinion, following Keeping Up the Riff, dude, is fantastic work for both of them. I love their uh, input on the song. The drums, drums exactly on key, bass exactly on key. That's what I mostly paid attention to with the music aspect. The lyrics, like you said, the damn uh, chorus is hilarious as hell. You, you, It's one of these songs that basically tells the truth. You end up uh, trying to hook up with something. It, it ain't going to be free. You're going to be paying for shit. So just be prepared, and it's a fucking truth. Hence somebody last night on a date. Oh, no, it's it's true no matter what, because it's either going to be with time, with money, with your soul, as it's being yep. sucked out of your little body. <laughs> and, 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 you know, yes, they're filthy, but men, well, men that like women anyway, we have a problem. And it's once we get it the first time, it rules us for the rest of our lives. Yes, it does. No matter what. Honey, I want this. No, we can't do that right now. Uh, 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 okay, you can have it. Right. <laughs> it's horrible. Men, for being the strongest people on the planet, we're really fucking weak. Yes, that, that's one thing my wife always tells me. She's like, honey, I'm going to get this, baby. I don't think we can do it. Well, just remember, I have the pussy in this relationship. God damn it, here. That's that's the only thing about it. So, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Fuck. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, track two, side two. Wasted too much time. <laughs> Just one. 
doggy do I'm gonna do the same damn thing to you And scrape you from the bottom of my shoe Cause I've wasted too much time What do you think of this one? My absolute number one favorite song on the entire album. Hilarity at its best. If you watch the video, Corey Taylor with with the band with his band Stone Sour is in the music video. Right. As hilarious as is. Now, please know this, and just because I said it's my favorite song, I do not agree at all with what this song is talking about <laughs> but if you're ever pissed off at your significant other girlfriend and you want to let go of some of that anger uh, and want something to agree with you to to make you feel like you're better put in wasted too much time plucking you i'm telling you it is a stress reliever song but at the same time you're like i don't agree with that but but it's hilarious as shit uh, you, uh, the lyrics, you really want me to be some other guy, but I can't even try because that guy's a lie. Yeah. Pretty much pertaining that the chick's running the fucking show. Uh, you want me to be someone I'm not. So practically for me to be me, I wasted all this time fucking you. And basically I'm just going to have to throw your ass away cause I can go get shit better. Like I said, don't agree <laughs> to it. But it is absolutely hilarity for the ballad that it is. Oh, man, I am so glad you said that because we are in total agreement, sir. This is my favorite track on the fucking album. And same thing, I don't relate to these lyrics at all. Because <laughs> uh, I don't even look at my uh, last relationship that way, okay? Right. And uh, obviously we had a hard time for those last, um, what, 10 months because we weren't living together. And I think it was probably inevitable that uh, what right. happened happened. But I don't I don't feel that way about this song. But God damn, this song just makes me feel better about it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it, everything I love about uh, 80s power ballad type songs because it starts off slow. Then it hits that typical hard rocking slow rhythm thing. It, it's a brilliant song. I love that chorus. <laughs> it is right. perfection. Absolute perfection. I wish that could be played on Top 40 Radio. Absolutely great song. What, uh, yeah, wouldn't that be hilarious? I'd be wasting too much time. You. That's exactly what <laughs> Yeah, right. <laughs> or you'd hear ing. <laughs> wasting too much time. Ing. <laughs> I love that shit. Oh, and then we're moving on to uh, I Got What You Want. 
Oh, that's great intro. It's so cool. I love that synthesizer. It's so fucking badass. It is. And the chorus is just hilarious. <laughs> I got what you want, five and a half inches of love. Right. <laughs> it just absolutely cracks me the hell up. Uh, I love the synth solo they have for the first solo break. But that second solo, it, it isn't great at first. But it has one killer run in it. Uh, I think Satchel held back a little too much on that one. Uh, but this song it gets me with uh, gets me with a synth. Actually, absolutely nails me with that synthesizer. It's actually my third favorite song on the album. It is. I agree. They nailed it with that. But I'm like you. Satchel held back on this one. He didn't actually pertain his normal, normal, basically giving it a little bit. But but he held back way too much, personally, in my opinion. Um, the lyrics hilarious as crap if if you want to be derogative and uh practically just keeping up with the whole song it's it's comedic gold just to sit back and just laugh your ass off for about three minutes so for sure absolutely five and a half inches of three minutes sounds like your love life yeah pretty much right <laughs> and then the next one uh I think all of us have experienced this at some point or another. Here it is, Walk of Shame.
All right. What do you think of this one? That is exactly what the words say. How many of us has had to do that? Everybody. Don't care who you are. Don't care what you've done, not done. Everybody's had to do it. And eventually, I knew, because uh, with how comedic they are, of course, you're going to run into the to this uh, type of person that just wants one night of loving and fucking, and then all of a sudden they go back to being this top person that thinks they're the shit and would give guys like it, like Steel Panther, uh, Snowball's Chance in Hell, except for one, and then you never get to see it again. So, yeah. A hilarious song to definitely just just sit back and look and reminisce. Oh damn, I've had to go through that before. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes, we've all done the walk of shame. Um, it sucks. Ah, uh, for me, the walk of shame is when you wake up and it's not nearly as hot at ten in the morning as it was at two in the morning. <laughs> it's, right. This is actually my second favorite song on the album. I think side two is definitely the stronger side. Uh, I love that bluesy intro, and you know, Michael Starr does that David Lee Ross scat kind of thing. You know, <laughs> I love that shit. Uh, the riff reminds me of old school Aerosmith. I mean, it, it takes me back to their you know '70s stuff. It's very groovy, if you know what I mean. That's that's who it was. I was trying to remember uh, who I heard that from. Thank you. Oh yeah, it, it's this is very early Aerosmith. For sure, for sure. You know, and uh, the two bridges are great. Um, but I laughed at the second one so hard. You know, fuck it, Lexi's mom is so rock and roll. <laughs> I love how they fuck with him like that. Yeah. By the way, yeah. check out the uh, uh, the concert film live from Lexi's mom's garage. It's absolutely amazing. <laughs> uh, great tune. Love it. Love the Aerosmith vibe. Like I said, it's the uh, it's my second favorite song on this album. And then the record closes out with this one. It's a cover. Let me know what you think. Here we go. She's tight. Stop the 
do you think? Okay, for anybody to be brave enough to honor Cheat Trick, especially on this song, it's got to be brave people, and especially having, yeah, uh, Robin, uh, what was his last name? Robin Zander. Thank you very much to help sing on the song. Definitely some brave, brave, brave people to to have that. The video for this song, 100% hilarious. Uh, basically, just talking to somebody, oh, my, my husband's left, come on over. Uh, show me what it's like. Tongue tie. Basically, just wanting to uh, get away from whoever you're with to fuck someone else. That's what the song's talking about, and admiring how tight the person is that you're hooking up with. Having that five and a half inches from the other song, apparently this chick is really fucking tight compared to what she had. Oh, we'll have to put a disclaimer on this episode. Ah, <laughs> 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 oh, yeah, she's tight. I, I love the Cheap Trick version, um, I, but I like Cheap Trick. Ah. Uh, so I dig this. Uh, they did a good job covering the tune. They didn't really bring anything new to the song, though. Uh, this is one of those typical bar band by the number covers. Um, I do like that Robin Zander comes in on the high notes in the chorus. Um, overall, it's a good song, but it's a good song anyway. Um, right. It's not as good as the original, but I do think it's a real cool way to close the album. And if anybody was brave, it was Robin Zander for even appearing on this goddamn record. That is true. <laughs> well, you got you got to think, uh, with Steel Panther, they're not going to try to over top of the line uh, outdo a song anyway. That is typical Steel Panther, just like you said, doing it bar style. Uh, it is. It, I, I love the way the song is. I'm like you. I'm a Cheap Trick fan. I actually compared to cheap tricks i actually like this version a little better i guess it's where i'm just newer generation but i i I really dig the song to be honest well no that's awesome because as a rule i tend to like covers better myself this one not but it's not like i think the original is a hundred times better i think this one's really close i think maybe i just like robin zander better than i like michael Starr. That is true. That 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 is definitely a, a good emphasis on it. Yeah, I didn't actually look at that. That's actually decent. You know, and that's, and that's just all it is. I, uh, if you had to put those two guys neck and neck at a singing contest, personally, I think Robin Zander would kill it, even at his age. But uh, yeah, it, it's a good song, and like I said, it's a real cool way to close out this album. And I gotta say, uh, overall, it's not my favorite Steel Panther album. No. Um, I'm trying to figure out if it's all you can eat or feel the steel because Balls Out I'm actually not a huge fan of either. Um, and I hadn't listened to it a lot up until uh, you said you wanted to do Steel Panther. Now, it's funny because you wanted to do Feel the Steel or Balls Out, but it's like we're both so super familiar with that. It would have just been an orgy, just a big love fest shooting jizz all over the album. So that's why I was like, let's do Lower the Bar because I knew I wasn't very familiar with it. I hadn't listened to it a lot. And uh, like you said, um, on repeated listens, uh, it, it is a grower. It, it, it is a good album. It takes repeated listens. It's not very good the first time. It's really good the fifth time. Um, you know, so I enjoy it. I think it's worth a buy. What do you think? Oh, for sure. If you want 
and I've sat and listened, I mean, to every single album within the past, oh, uh, since Christmas. If you want the most ups, uh, outlandish, obscure, absolute downright devilish album that they've come out with and talked about the most obscene stuff, buy Lower the Bar for sure, because it has to be the definite top one. The other albums, to a point, are but this one with certain lyrics like especially wrong side of the tracks uh wasted too much time going through the back door poontang boomerang they've got some shit that, that on those songs that they never done on the other one so definitely if you're still panther pan or if you're not give it a listen and just see what you think if absolutely you want, if, you if you're easily offended it. leave it alone yes for sure <laughs> do, do not even give it a shot snowflakes yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, uh, you know, it's funny because I, I don't like doing record reviews because you have to listen to something so much. It almost seems like it's a job. But um, it's funny when we actually get to do them. I really have a good time. Uh, music obviously takes a big part of both of our lives. And to sit here and dive into an album, especially something that people don't normally listen to, I think it's a lot of fun. Yeah, so yeah, if we could turn somebody on to Steel Panther, that's great. If it's not your thing, I certainly understand because of their gimmick. But I right. uh, I would definitely check it out. Uh, this was a good time. Not man, anything to promote? Uh, easy to promote. Uh, as of right now, to be honest, no. I actually didn't prepare for that one. Um, let me see if I can come up with anything off the top of my head. Well, all right. While you're thinking, since you didn't do your fucking job... Well, that's funny because uh, since we just did an album review, I'm going to promote an album. Okay. And that's uh, Don Johnson, Heartbeat. Ah, it's fun. 80s pop rock. Uh, released September 1986 at the height of Miami Vice. And it features that title track, which actually went all the way up to number five on the Billboard Hot 100. And the album actually made it to number 17 on the Billboard 200. Uh, it's definitely worth a revisit. Um, the, the title track's amazing, but there are several good songs on that son of a bitch. Old Don Johnson, Sonny Crockett himself. Back in the 80s when actors wanted to be singers. Great album. Give it a listen. Fantastic. So, did you come up with anything? Yeah, I come up with something. I'm going to promote uh, Steel Panther. To be honest, any of their back albums, um, personal opinion, definitely check out Feel the Steel or All You Can Eat. If you want absolute comic hilarity for 80s hair metal or whatever, definitely give us band a listen just for shits and giggles. If you just want to laugh your ass off, there you go. Absolutely. Good choice. And uh, I own all Steel Panther stuff as well. Uh, Lower the Bar is the only one I have on vinyl and not CD. I didn't realize I didn't have it on CD. Wow. Uh, but I do purchase them all digitally. And yes, I purchase my music online uh, because, right. I, because I work radio and you've always got to have music. Uh, so yeah, definitely check that out. Now check out their live video. Uh, live in Britain, I think it's called. That's amazing. Yes, and if you really want to see a bunch of boobies and just hear it acoustically, check out Live from Lexi's Mom's Garage. Now, that, that one is actually pretty damn funny. Yes, sir, and if you buy the CD, the CD comes with the live concert DVD. I love coming back to the plug and hanging out with my brother from another mother, the mountain man. Final sure. thoughts? Stay sick. <laughs>
take care of one another. Skitter pal, meow, meow, mountain man out. Outstanding, motherfuckers. Bye, vinyl. We'll see you next week. Hey, this was really fun. We hope you liked it, too. Seems like we've just begun when suddenly we're through. Goodbye, goodbye, good friends, goodbye. Cause now it's time to go. But hey, I say, well that's okay. Cause we'll see you very soon, I know. Very soon, I know. What the fuck? Is this shit? This is how we say goodbye on the plug. See you next week. Don't mean much to me